Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi na'hmaduhu wa nasta'inu bihi wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق الجهاد حتى أتاه اليقين فصلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أجارني الله وإياكم من النار ثم أما بعد Allah Azza wa Jal mentions in the Qur'an after a'wina ash-shaytanir rajim awalamma asabatkum musibatun qad asabtum mithlayha qultum anna hadha qul huwa min indi anfusikum inna allaha ala kulli shay'in qadir this noble verse was revealed in the aftermath of the battle of Uhud. A battle in where we can take many divine lessons, lessons taught to us in the Qur'an. One of these lessons is is this verse. The battle of Uhud is a story to be told. Many have read it or have listened to a lecture or a lesson about it and some have even gone to the site of the battle of Uhud and witnessed it firsthand how it took place and what happened. And many of them stood on the mount of the arches, the mountain of the arches. The story of the battle of Uhud is that the believers at the beginning of the battle being outnumbered had the blessing and the aid and the support of Allah Azza wa Jal. Until something happened. And that something is where we want to focus on and pay attention to. The command of the Prophet ﷺ to the archers. 
Stand your ground and do not move until the command is given. And these companions, may Allah be pleased with them and accept them in the ranks of the martyrs. Saw that the enemy was retreating. So they thought that the enemy has been defeated and the battle is over. They said, let us follow the Muslims in collecting the booty of war. So they retreated. Some said, don't leave until the command comes. Don't leave until the Prophet allows you to descend from your position. But the inevitable took place. The enemy saw that there was an opportunity, so they surprised the Muslims with a counter-attack. And then from there on, the Muslims were defeated in the battle of Uhud. So then the question arises, أَوَلَمَّا أَصَابَتْكُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَدْ أَصَبْتُمْ مِثْلَيْهَا كُلْتُمْ أَنَّا هَذَا That when you were afflicted with a disaster, when you were afflicted with, the, with a disaster on the day of Uhud, having inflicted twice as much on the enemy at the beginning, the disaster of death, the disaster of defeat, the disaster of loss of life. How can this be? Then you ask the question, how can this be? How can we be defeated and we are the companions of the Prophet How can we be defeated and we are Muslims and we have the aid of Allah? How can we be defeated and within our ranks we have the messenger of Allah? How is this possible? Maybe a question that is repeated over the course of history. Maybe a question that is repeated today. Maybe a question that if not said, it is thought of. Why are we Muslims facing what we are facing? Think about it. Think about it. Every persecuted people, almost every persecuted people on the face of this earth today are about Muslims. Why? How come? How come we are being persecuted and our religion is the religion of truth? And our religion is the religion of Allah. And our religion is the aided religion, the one that Allah has given aid and promised victory to. How come we are facing loss of life and loss of wealth and destruction and persecution? Why? Why is this happening? The answer came from Allah Azza wa Jal. قُلْ هُوَ مِنْ عِنْدِ أَنفُسِكُمْ Say to them, O Muhammad, that what befell you on the day of Uhud was from your own doing. Was from your own doing a consequence of your disobedience to the Prophet That is the reality of what happened on the day of Uhud. The reason the believers were defeated was a consequence of disobedience was a consequence of disobedience to the Prophet ﷺ. It was your own selves that violated the rules set by Allah Azza wa Jal for victory.
It was your own selves that violated the command of the Prophet Had you followed it, you would have seen victory. This surprise and this dismay that you feel to what happened to you on the day of Uhud. Blame but yourself. Say it is from yourselves. It's a divine from the laws of Allah Azza wa Jal that never changes nor alter. Those who believe and obey. Those who believe and obey and submit to the command of Allah Azza wa Jal. Success, bliss and victory awaits them. And it is so from the laws of Allah Azza wa Jal that do not change nor alter. That if you disobey, that if you disobey and transgress, then but loss and failure and pain and hardship and trials await you. It is the law of Allah Azza wa Jal that whoever disobeys Allah Azza wa Jal, then Allah will punish him. With every disobedience comes punishment. There is no difference between one person or another when it comes to the commands of Allah Azza wa Jal. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told Fatima, O oh Fatima, don't come to me with your lineage when people come to me with their deeds. O oh Fatima, if you were to steal, I will inflict on you capital punishment of stealing. There is no favor or favoritism in the religion of Allah Azza wa Jal. When there is disobedience, there is punishment individually and or collectively. And this is the way of Allah Azza wa Jal. And you will not find an altering or a change to the ways of Allah Azza wa Jal. He who does good will find good for himself. And he who does evil will find punishment, will find punishment awaiting him, will find loss, will find misery awaiting him in this world and or the next. Take Adam alayhi salam as an example. Adam alayhi salam, the father of humankind. The one that was honored by Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah created him with his own hands and he told him live in paradise. Live in paradise and do what you wish. And eat what you wish. And enjoy the inhabitants of paradise. With an exception. With a rule and a boundary do not cross it. Do not eat from the tree that I have made prohibited upon you. Adam alayhi salam Wa ya Adam As Allah azza wa jal says in the Quran Wa ya Adam Uskun anta wa zawjuka al-janna Wa kula minha raghadan haythu shi'tuma Wa la taqraba hathihi al-shajara Fatakuna min al-zalimin Don't approach this tree For if you do you will be from the oppressors When Adam alayhi salam Disobeyed Allah azza wa jal with the one command, with the one boundary, a disobedience of weakness, not a disobedience of transgression, there's a difference. 
When their disobedience was made apparent to them and they realized that they disobeyed Allah Azza wa Jal, they returned and repented. Their sin and their disobedience was out of human weakness and desire, not out of transgression. Nowadays, nowadays you have people that wal-iyadhu billah dare to cross the boundaries of Allah out of transgression. My brother, it is time to pray. And we are going to pray in congregation. Join us. I'll, I'll just sit and watch. Thank you. I'm not ready to pray. Brother, what you're listening to is haram. What you're watching is haram. I'm fine with that. Brother, the transaction of riba, interest, usury is haram. Times are tough. Transgression. Adam alayhi salam fell and sinned and disobeyed Allah azza wa jal, a disobedience of weakness and error. And when it was made apparent to him, he repented. Oh Allah, we have oppressed and we have oppressed ourselves. But the deed was done. But the deed was done and the punishment came down. Allah Azza wa Jal's punishment came down in that all will be taken out of paradise. From the one deed of our father. Not only did our father be expelled from paradise, but his offspring in its entirety was expelled with him. His, in, his offspring in the entirety were expelled with him from the inhabitants of paradise. And they will not return until there is a true repentance, until Allah Azza wa Jal sees from them true piety, worship and obedience. Then and only then will they return. Yunus alayhi salam. Yunus alayhi salam, a prophet. وَذَنُّونِ إِذْ ذَهَبَ مُغَاضِبًا فَظَنَّ أَنْ لَنْ نَقْدِرَ عَلَيْهِ ذَنُّون Yunus He left his mission before he was given permission by Allah Azza wa Jal He did not await the command of Allah وَذَنُّونِ إِذْ ذَهَبَ مُغَاضِبًا فَظَنَّ أَنْ لَنْ نَقْدِرَ عَلَيْهِ He faced the consequence of his disobedience in that he left his people without the permission of Allah Azza wa Jal and the consequence of that was فَالْتَقَمَهُ الْحُوتِ that the, the whale swallowed Yunus alayhi salam he was within the darkness of the belly of the whale that was within the darkness of the depths of the ocean, which was within the darkness of the night. He would have dwelled within that depth and that darkness until the day of resurrection, had he not been from those that remember Allah Azza wa Jal. Had he not been from those that return to Allah Azza wa Jal. Had he been not from those that seek Allah's forgiveness. فَلَوْ لَا أَنْ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُسَبِّحِينَ 
لا لبث في بطنه إلى يوم يبعثون. Had he not been from those that remember Allah Azza wa Jal, he would have been from those, or he would have dwelled in the in the in the belly of the whale until the day of resurrection. Punishment, punishments due to sin, were a reality for all the nations before us, and they will be a punishment for us. Will be a reality. For us and for the nations to come after us. Allah Azza wa Jal says, فَكُلًّا أَخَذْنَا بِذَنْبِهِ فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ أَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِ حَاصِبًا وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ أَخَذَتْهُ الصَّيْحَةِ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ خَسَفْنَا بِهِ الْأَرْضِ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ أَغْرَقْنَا وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيَظْلِمَهُمْ وَلَكِنْ كَانُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ يَظْلِمُونَ That the nations before us were punished. Because then due to, to, to their disobedience and their transgression, some Allah Azza wa Jal caused the earth to swallow them. And some were taken by the way of floods. And some were taken by the way of wind. And some of them Allah Azza wa Jal obliterated completely. And Allah Azza wa Jal says it was not him that oppressed them, but it was them that oppressed themselves by transgressing and crossing the boundaries of Allah Azza wa Jal. And so was the case for the companions of the Prophet ﷺ on that day, on the day of Uhud, when they disobeyed the command of the Prophet ﷺ, they were punished for their disobedience, even though the Prophet ﷺ was with them, even though they were the companions of the Prophet ﷺ. Even though they were reciting the revelation that came down on the Prophet ﷺ, they transgressed, they oppressed, they disobeyed. So the punishment came down. Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran, وَضَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا قَرْيَةً كَانَتْ آمِنَةً مُطْمَئِنَّةً يأتيها رزقها رغدا من كل مكان فكفرت بأنعم الله فأذاقها الله لباس الخوف والجوع بما كانوا يصنعون That there were a people, there was a people or a city that were safe and secure. Allah Azza wa Jal blessed them and gave them safety and security and prosperity. Until they transgressed, until they disobeyed, until they denied the favors of Allah Azza wa Jal upon them. When this was apparent, then the punishment came down upon them collectively. Allah Azza wa Jal made them taste the envelopments of hunger and fear of what they were doing of evil and transgression. Now if we ponder and we think over what is happening to the Muslim Ummah today, what is happening to the Muslims around the world, wars, conflicts, bloodshed, loss of wealth, loss of health, persecution because of your identity and your religion, and you ask, why? Why is what's happening happening? 
The answer It's because of your own wrongdoing Individually and collectively Individually and collectively And this rule you can implement it on yourself in your own life Why is there no blessing in my life? Why is there no blessing in my wealth? Why is there no blessing in my health? Why can't I attain a job and keep it? Why can't I save money? And the list goes on. Before you blame the evil eye, before you blame evil spirits, before you blame other people, blame yourself. قُلْ هُوَ مِنْ عِنْدِ أَنفُسِكُمْ When you transgress the boundaries of Allah, then the punishment of Allah will follow. قُلْ هُوَ مِنْ عِنْدِ أَنفُسِكُمْ And such is the case collectively. Because every individual plays a role in the health of this ummah. Whether you're one or a million, or a billion, or whatever the number may be. If we are not standing on the boundaries of Allah the way Allah wants us to be, and attending the commands as He ordered us to, then all we will face is loss, destruction, and humiliation. So the next time you watch the news, and the next time you see what you see around the world of persecution, and you ask, why is this happening? Before you blame others, blame yourself. It begins with you and it ends with you. You are the problem and you are the solution. والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث المصطفى صلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد So if we know the problem is sin then what is the solution? What is the solution and the way to retribution, the way back to Allah Azza wa Jal. What is the way back to victory and strength and safety and security and provision? Again, whether individually or collectively. We can extract the answer from the verse that we mentioned earlier about Yunus alayhi salam. Allah says, فَلَوْلَا أَنْ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُسَبِّحِينَ Had he not been from those who us, that turned to us, that repented, that sought our forgiveness, his punishment would have continued until the day of judgment. فَلَوْلَا أَنْ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُسَبِّحِينَ لَلَبِثَ فِي بَطْنِهِ إِلَى يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ The punishment of Allah Azza wa Jal would have continued on Yunus until the day of judgment had he not returned and repented and sought forgiveness. This is the divine law of Allah Azza wa Jal. This is the way of Allah 
that will not change, alter. The only way to lift a calamity is to repent because the calamity only came down because sin. Not a single calamity that befalls you individually or befalls you collectively is only because of a sin that was committed. And the only way that this calamity is lifted is by way of repentance. And Allah Azza wa Jal has made His promise clear. وَإِنْ عُدْتُمْ عُدْنَا And if you return to your sin, then the humiliation will return with it. The weakness will return with it. The fear will return with it. The loss of provision will return with it. This is the way of Allah Azza wa Jal. For Allah has no benefit in destroying a people or punishing a people. وَمَا كَانَ رَبُّكَ لِيُهْلِكَ الْقُرَى بِظُلْمٍ وَأَهْلُهَا مُصْلِحُونَ So as long as their people are upright and righteous and God conscious, then Allah has no benefit in destroying them. Allah Azza wa Jal has no relation with any of His creation except through obedience. Except through obedience. The solution lies in our hands. Returning to Allah Azza wa Jal's command. Standing on His boundary. Standing on His boundary, attending to His commands, reading His book, attending congregation. And the list of piety goes on. And the list of piety goes on. So the next time you ever think of what is happening around the world, then think and ponder and contemplate. قُلْ هُوَ مِنْ عِنْدِ أَنفُسِكُمْ The problem began with you. And the solution also begins with you. So before looking out for other ways or other means of victory, begin with repentance. Because you can seek every means of victory. You can seek every means you want. So as long as you do not repent to Allah Azza wa Jal, Return to him, stand on his boundaries, attend to his commands and submit to him in complete servitude. Then know for a fact that there is no salvation, that there is no end to what you are experiencing, that there is no end to humiliation, loss and so on and so forth until there is a pure and a true repentance to Allah Azza wa Jal. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to allow us to be from His servants that repent to Him a dutiful repentance. And I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us from the slaves that stand on His boundaries and attend to His commands. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم يا سامع الصوت ويا سابق الفوت
ويا كاسي العظام لحما بعد الموت اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا اللهم ارحمنا وتب علينا وتقبل منا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين اللهم ابرم لهذه الأمة أمر رشد يعز فيه أهل طاعتك ويذل فيه أهل معصيتك ويؤمر فيه بالمعروف وينهى فيه عن المنكر يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم كل إخواننا المستضعفين في بلاد الشام اللهم كلهم عونا ونصيرا ومؤيدا وظهيرا اللهم تقبل شهداءهم وداوي جرحاهم وعافي مبتلاهم يا رحمن يا رحيم اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات بكرمك يا ربنا قريب مجيب الدعوات وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة